Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Shift. It's Des here. Tuesday evening, New York City. Absolute scorcher today. New York style. Humid. Close. Not that Americans know what close means. And uh, hot weather. Hot topic. We brought Karen Fian back on the pod to talk about Louis C.K.'s latest appearance at Skankfest here in New York City. A lot of media reports about uh, the fact that Louis C.K. got on stage, received a huge standing ovation, uh, and of course it drummed up the controversy all over again. Now, we've never really spoken about it on the podcast or the Des Bishop podcast, so I thought we'd have a go at talking about it now. A lot of time has passed since... Stuff came out about Louis C.K., and uh, so we had Katie, and we had Karen, both of who performed at Skankfest, although Katie wasn't there when Louis C.K. was there, and me, who has uh, been at the Comedy Cellar when Louis C.K. is on, to talk about uh, the whole Louis C.K. thing, and, you know, workplace safety, and behavior, and Everything that comes with it. I won't I won't say too much, but we discussed it. And then we also had a bit of a lighthearted chat about Karen's new boyfriend and just some general fun chit-chat. So uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy the episode. And uh, we'll talk to you at the end. All right, I have press record. Okay, great. <laughs> We've st- That's... Give me the proper pronunciation of your name again. Karen. It is Karen, okay. Karen. Karen Feehan is back on the podcast, guys. <laughs> She's back. She's Yay. back. Yay. We got uh, we got some followers because of you. We got really? some listeners because of you. We've had a few bits of feedback. Of, oh, I found feedback. Your po- I, I found your podcast because I'm a big fan of Karen Feehan. Wow. So you're welcome. That's so nice. Is that why you guys paid Actually, me this one time? of them was. Uh, <laughs> one of them was. Uh, I'm a big fan of Karen and Wendy. Oh. I didn't know you guys were a package. Well, we are. We trade off uh, Venmo buddies sometimes. Like if I'm too busy to like send a guy a picture of my asshole, I'll give him to Wendy. I'll be like, hey, this guy's right up your alley. Nice. Mm. Yeah. That's women supporting women in the comedy Please community. Please never do that to me. <laughs> Katie, Katie, you're getting roped in. Katie, you've not- so I got this fresh, young, hot Katie. Irish butt. <laughs> Katie has never posted a picture of her bum. No, I've got the most thing, bum. The most sexy thing Katie has done is a kind of a jokey yeah. tea. Yes. I love the well, tea kettle and the hair of the tea kettle. It's yeah. adorable. Yep. I like my arse, but not in the summer here because it's too hot. I get acne on my arse. I get, arse, I get arsene. <laughs> So, gotta be posted naked. I guess you can call it Asney. <laughs> no, Arsney, because we're Irish. Well, you're not. I am. You're half. It's it's not. It doesn't really matter. Asney sounds weird. I've never said Asney. It just sounds Arsene. a little more like acne. That's that's kind Arsene. of Arsney. Are we talking like completely covered? Your oh no, just like just a like a spot here. Yeah, and there? Yeah. A few spots it's are really, fine. Most fine. people have spots on their ass. It's yeah. really fun to pick. Oh, oh yeah, way, that's the best because you think Americans nobody's don't see say this. spots. You know that, right? Oh, pimples. Well, oh, I guess yeah, you're right. I was thinking about uh, Naomi Campbell, and she would always call them spots, but she's British. She's British. I love yeah. popping spots. It's, it's like my favorite. It's a bad thing. habit, though. I know. You should see my boyfriend's back. Oh, oh God, when he's I on get, steroids. <laughs> when no, I get into an argument no, with someone like like a boyfriend, oh yeah, first I thing. I find that I'm like picking my skin. Of course, 
It's um, there's something called scanning. I've gotten a lot better, but I used to do it where you're just constantly like touching your face and your skin, like searching for things to pick at. Oh, oh yeah. I, oh, I, I, I had a, an ex of mine a long, long time ago. Her sister had a big problem with that. Yeah. A, a real problem. Like, like it's a real OCD thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But a lot of people do. I think when I had acne, I used to, I was constantly like rubbing my face, looking for, for, looking for bumps. Yeah. And it's worse then because it's the oil from your fingers or oh, something. Oh, you're just making it. Yeah. Well, of course. It's a nightmare. Of yeah, course. although I don't, I don't know if that was the worst, worst thing. I mean, acne, nothing you can do about acne. No, I mean that when you touch <laughs> it, then it's bad for your Yeah, face. but I think. There's oh, things you can do. Okay. Proactive, you can go to a dermatologist. Did you have bad acne? No, never. Yeah, that, that's. I did. You said that exactly like somebody who didn't yeah. have bad acne. Oh, really? I had bad acne when I was 12, and my dad said, oh, it's good you're getting it now because then you won't have it when you're older. And I'm 28, and I'm still getting spots. So. Yeah, but that's not acne. But oh, yeah, I used to have it really bad where they put me on like medication for it. Did you take Accutane? Or Roaccutane, as they call it in Ireland? No, because that it ran, when that was coming out, wasn't there bad news? But they gave me something you they applied. They said it was a, yeah, it caused depression. They gave me the pill. But they didn't know about the depression when I was taking it. Oh. it, 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 it this is totally true. It did coincide with some of my darkest uh, drinking times. But of oh. course, I, 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 it's, it's hard to say, you know, wow. if it was connected or not. Because mm. I never felt depressed. Just very angry. Okay. And mm. I couldn't really decipher that from the past or the, you know. So anyway. Maybe. But you didn't have to take Accutane. It's very serious. No. There's pictures of deformed babies on the box. Oh, my God. Why? Because if you take it when you're pregnant, your children will have deformities. Oh, Jesus. wow. So it was like, this is like really important. If you are pregnant, you cannot take Accutane. Wow. Jesus. I took uh, Overnet. That was like the pill, the br- female pill. What's it called? <laughs> I don't know why you're looking at me. What's the pill? The sex the pill? The birth control pill? Birth control, yeah. Thanks. What's wrong with me? Birth, that's what they put me <laughs> on. You could have got yourself out of a real jam there and just said <laughs> the pill. <laughs> and not, not, Katie's vocabulary is a running, a running thing on the <laughs> podcast. Got it. And I like to talk. Uh, that, overnet, yeah. But apparently only meant to be on it for like a little while and I was on it for four years and I used to switch around doctors when I would move and stuff and then when I went to the last doctor he was like oh my god you shouldn't have been on this so long you need to get off it and I was wow. like wow oh. I hope your eggs are alright hope they're not all scrambled up yeah that's well, great what a, what a cheery what podcast what <laughs> I'm sure they are if my boyfriend listens to that and hears the Four. risk of it he will dump me <laughs> really <laughs> he is wants he trying kids. to get you pregnant right yeah. now all the time wow. sorry Boris <laughs> you can do it Boris get him in there I'm sure you're got swimmers. a running thing with the sorry dad now you're gonna have to put sorry, sorry Boris dad, on there sorry Boris <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to give him a long term nickname anyway yes. you know care Karen, you're our so, first returner. Am I really? A repeat guest. And you know, I, I kind of... Wow. Uh, I, I, I asked you to come back sort of mainly because Louis C.K. showed up again doing a thing and he got a standing ovation. And then I noticed that you were there. I was. And you posted about it. And before we get into it, I just want to say that I've avoided talking about this subject publicly for quite a long time. I thought it had sort of disappeared. <laughs> And then and I look thought, at you, bringing it back up. Well, I'm I, joking. You I, can't really avoid it. I'm I sure every it, podcast. I, I thought it had disappeared, and I was shocked to see more controversy about it again the Just other day. More, I mean, he's gonna. I wasn't really shocked. I think people, he's gonna keep performing, and people are gonna keep having a problem with it. Yes. Probably. I, I mean, they, they just... Because they, the people who have a problem with it... Try not to be overly dismissive straight away. We got we to get a half hour out of this. <laughs> we, got, we really we really need to, like, you know, stir really this up a little bit. The first one right now, building up the mystery. <laughs> Fuck those losers. No, um, I think... But, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, but I was just going to say as an intro yeah. to it that uh, yeah. I had avoided talking about it. Uh, 
because you know it's like you don't want the hassle of everybody you know because like people have such super strong opinions they do. however when i saw it come up again i thought ah we should we should talk about it because i figured you'd have a you'd have an opinion on it you were there yeah i've seen him i've been at the cellar when he's there yeah katie i haven't seen you him. have to have an opinion <laughs> You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to put a white flag up on this, Katie. Um, I just slowly get quieter yeah. and move away. No, you're not. No, allowed. no, no. I know. I have opinions, whether or not they're right. But but anyway, but I missed him that day, so you were there. Yeah. So it was that Skankfest. Yeah. Which Katie has been performing at. Oh yeah. I, I loved it. I was great. Skankfest is the best. Yeah, and that's and, and Katie's getting she got roast fans. Got yeah, roast of course. Fans. Roast battle. So, yeah. So it is. It is. It, Actually, it's interesting because that's it is an, a positive thing for you to be involved in Skank Skankfest. Skankfest. But then sometimes, what happens is you perform at the co- Louis C.K. shows up at the Comedy Cellar, Louis C.K. shows up at Skankfest, and I'm wondering, do you get did you get any burn on the how could you perform at the same show or did I? Yeah. No. You didn't get that. No, I'm not really. But how did you feel when he showed up? And I was really excited. It was an exciting moment. I don't know. Everybody was stoked. I was excited for the fans because those people, like, that's that's his people. Those are, like, they lost angry their men. shit. Yeah, I mean, they're, I, they're honestly, they're not. They're not angry men. They're, like, they're just diehard comedy fans. They love friggin' comedy, this type of comedy. And they're obsessed with it, and they're obsessed with all comics like, like that. And they're crazy supportive. They come out. And they're they're fucking. I was excited for them because you could feel it. Like, and it wasn't just dudes. Chicks, like, there was some chicks losing their mind in that crowd too. Yeah, you can. I didn't see it, but I saw quoted that you could see a woman going crazy for him in the video that Lewis posted. So, So, in the video that Lewis posted, yeah, just someone quoted it, and they're like, "Oh, you could see a woman at the very front going crazy for him." So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've been at the cellar for some of his shows, and you get a mixed. It's a different vibe. Well, no, actually, I mean, most of the time people are excited. Yeah. One night I happened to be outside and I met some very sort of upset Did you? women. Right. But, you know, the thing about that was that they had said that he came in and they were kind of like 50-50 on how they felt about his presence. But they actually said to themselves, well, let me give him the benefit of the doubt that perhaps there's something interesting to be heard from this guy. Sure. And then... They were disappointed by, by the material, but that's really? kind of, well, yeah, but that's like a separate, you know, that was a, the, the, the type of stuff he was doing then kind of leaked out a couple of months later. I don't know if you remember, they, they, oh, he yeah. did that show out in Long Island. What, the Parkland stuff? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the Parkland stuff, but actually it was the, uh, just whatever stuff. I mean, it doesn't really matter because, I mean, I wasn't wild about the material he was doing immediately afterwards either, but that's, that's more just, I kind of thought, like my own personal opinion on right. the, the ideal stuff to do after that type of scenario. <laughs> right. But I'm not, I, I'm not Louis C.K., so it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not really important. But, so they were upset with the stuff he was doing. And they were, they were quite visibly upset. But really? then, obviously, on the flip side, people are very excited. And I have heard the full spectrum of opinion on this from the absolutely 100% outraged yeah. workplace safety uh, spectrum to the come on like it's not a big deal I, I mean I just I think a lot of people need to just grow up just like grow up like why do you care like why are you flipping out was he in the green room yeah the he was only, right next to me the only thing I would say about like Skankfest is I would always feel safe with the group of people who booked me for the show like yeah. as in if he came in there and I when I was in the green room obviously I was there the night before but I wouldn't have felt 
in danger just because it's no. all of the guys who look after me anyway. Right. Like it's Mike Feeney. Right. Uh, not Mike Feeney, sorry. Mike. Ca- oh, Mike Feeney was there. Mike, Mike Cannon, who was on the episode. All the Mikes were there. Oh, you know, there was all... Uh, all the Irish Mikes. the Irish lads. They'll kill you. <laughs> come near me. It's just like weird. Yeah, because we do, like, we do have relationships with all these people. I'm friends with a lot of these people. And it is kind of... It's, it's, it feels like the flip side, but... Because I, I think there's a, a very clicky thing that happens in the alt comedy scene, and you know, when other you call the alt comedy scene, you mean kind of Brooklyn sort of, right. Super woke. Sure. Okay. Yeah, maybe a little more experimental comedy, not necessarily what everyone would consider stand-up comedy. Yes. Um, I don't know. It's sort of like the way Skankfest was not really bothering anybody. They're like having a festival for their fans, podcasts they listen to, comics that they follow, and they're super serving this their fans. This great festival that's affordable that they could come meet each other, like really interact with comedians. It's not like they're like yeah. far away. It's like we're all up in the mix together. I will I will say as well that everybody knows what they're going to when they're going to Skankfest. It's called Skankfest. Right. Secondly, it's the for I've done six festivals in this country and it's the first one I've gotten paid for right. and got presents yeah and I and only so did the one the way they spot, treat the so. comics is incredible like you walk in there's a bag so much free booze free stuff in it food you know it's like you're just you're treated great and it's like again like diehard comedy fans that know you from podcasts that are like making people that that like comics that are starting out are just sort of like making a little headway they make them feel great they come out hey blah blah blah. i know you i heard you on this like can i get a picture with you yeah it's a great festival the fans were really polite to me people came up to me and they were very nice i didn't i didn't and it's like whatever like go do clusterfest clusterfest exists you don't hear people being like hey i wasn't invited to clusterfest and it's a hateful fucking bullshit thing it's like no because it's all lollipops and roses or whatever so how did you feel uh, so how did you feel the next day when you start seeing all the controversy pipe up again i'm like i just like the biggest eye roll like who the fuck cares like why what are you it really takes a specific person i think to decide to be outraged too it's like, A, get a job because you're on Twitter all day now. You have decided that the rest of your day is going to be spent tweeting about this fucking thing that yeah. really did not affect you at all. So like, But it's hot. It's a hot topic. So much so that I thought, oh, let's talk about it. Yeah, I did read. Sure. I read. Um, it's fun. I mean, like it's I, hot. It's incendiary. Dude, I got a hot tweet off it. Louis, anytime I get a hot tweet, and Louis C.K. can perform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so your tweet? Because what was your tweet? I, Bonnie went up after Louis Arlips, Michael oh, yeah. Che, then Louis C.K. And Bonnie goes up and she's like, "I realize they put me up after the pervert," and it was hilarious. That crowd, like the same crowd that went nuts for Louis, like went nuts for Bonnie. And it, to me, it's a great moment because all this stuff about like uh, trying to get people to not be able to perform. If he can't perform, then we can't call him a pervert. Like comedians are broken people. We're all we've all got something. It's like. I don't know. To me, that was sort of like a moment in comedy where it's like this. That's what it is. It's like, listen, yeah, he did this creepy shit. He's going to be known as a creepy dude for the rest of his life. That's his cross to bear everywhere he goes. Mm. So he's going to get called a pervert. If that's worth if it's worth it to him, then he must really friggin' love comedy to like have that hanging over him everywhere he goes. So let him tell some fucking jokes, especially if it's going to make a crowd of people really happy. It would just to be like the other side to the coin. Yeah. 
devil's um, advocate devil's, devil's advocate. advocate well the only thing i can think is let's say with comedy sometimes it people think of people as like geniuses or right. whatever but it still is a career and could you imagine if he was like a cert, like right. a doctor and he took out his willy yeah. and started he would face the same fired. challenges that he's facing I think now he would be fired he would be, yeah, but <laughs> he was fired from the industry look at okay. all the money he's lost but he also suffered. it's not it's well it's not an exactly good analogy compa- no 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 it's a good <laughs> it's, it's a actually a good, good analogy okay. however the difference is that well, it, it, in the situation, as I understand it, it wasn't a case of they were looking for work off Louis, and he was like, do you want to look at my dick? Uh. He was just a little, uh, you know, perhaps in, in a, as he wrote in his apology, right. uh, aware that they admired him in terms of his veteran <laughs> status in the comedy industry. I, I like you know, it wasn't like they were in his room to, to have a meeting about uh, comedy. It wasn't a casting oh. couch. No. I, I thought it was that... Again, and this is the thing we, we never we'll really let, we can get into it now yeah, about yeah, exactly yeah. what it was. I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't have all the facts. Yeah, I, I thought it I was. I know what I heard. I know what I read. Yeah, but that's all I know. And well, but the, but 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 it's it, we we accept that it was Louis has a thing for right. masturbating in front of people that right. aren't really taking part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 is that, that is what he was that is what he was doing. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, is at it the that ta- gross though? But Do you so, hate so being that's what I was off gonna, at? I don't hate. I don't want Louis C.K. to jerk off at me. He is not hot. <laughs> that's okay? fine. I want my boyfriend to jerk off. In front of there me. you go, though. You like you just said that you like guys jerking off at you. You just yeah, don't want Louis C.K. My hot one, right? Not Same, hundred <laughs> percent. But but he but just asked the, women. He asked them. He was yeah. like, "Can I jerk off at you?" It wasn't like he was like locked them in his room. It was like I'm gonna do this now. He asked permission. It is a it's a weird kink. It does does it have like sort of creepy power dynamics? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But is it a crime? No, it's just a I don't I don't weird. I don't think anyone's saying it's a crime for sure. People it's just like, oh, oh, oh no, people, people are, are definitely there. saying it's a crime. Yeah. Oh, all right. I should really read it more. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so oblivious when it comes to comedy world stuff. I just go yeah yeah but cool. It, but, but it's an um, opinion what they're saying. Yeah okay. But you remember when the story broke, right? I do. Yeah yeah. I remember when the story broke. Do you recall your feelings about it? I remember thinking I wouldn't have wanted to be put in that position because I probably would have watched him if it was going to give me an opportunity, which is. <laughs> bad <laughs> and that's the point where i love people, that honesty yeah exactly hope, i would i would definitely yeah because i love and that's the i guess the point where it's good that these power dynamics are being like you know Shine questioned a light on. And yeah, yeah yeah so if anything well i and i don't think he's gonna do it again because like that everybody knows but now. i everybody feel knows like he's a dirty the girls in this situation probably have a similar mentality but then their career wasn't panning out and that's when they start blogging and getting I know, mad but I just it. want I, I and, and listen I, I understand the point that you're making but that is an assumption right? it is an assumption that is an assumption yes uh, which, <laughs> which which is absolutely fine it's not based in how do I have to be the goddamn feminist <laughs> devil's advocate here <laughs> You both are like, yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, if it would have got me ahead, I would have watched him. <laughs> no, but that's, but that's why I'm saying it's bad. No, I know that. No, no I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm my kidding. God. Like, that's no, what no, it, no, and I'm, especially I'm, I'm like, joking. Yeah. Is it bad or is it like, I don't know. We're all kind of adults. No, I'm, I definitely hope I've never okay, put so that Okay, so before we get into the proportionate, it, whether it's proportionate or not, what's happened after the fact. Okay. Let me just admit and I've admitted publicly before, mm. and maybe you did too, mm. I knew about the jerking off thing for quite a while yeah. before it broke. Yeah. And honestly, from the knowledge that I had, which is uh, apparently Louis likes to fucking jerk off in front of people. Right. Uh, 
my understanding was that Louis would hate that to come out because it's quite embarrassing. Yes. But we all knew right. that it was a thing. Right. And I really just, in my mind, thought that is quite embarrassing. Yes. That that's his thing. Yeah. You know? I didn't think of it in anything greater than that's going to be really embarrassing when that comes out. Right. Yeah. So okay. I, I was surprised. Now, I know that it was post Harvey Weinstein, but I was surprised at the force of yeah. energy that came against him yeah. immediately. Were you? No, because this mob-like mentality, that's what they do. It was almost like he was one of the first comics. He's like, oh, we got one, and we got such a big one. Ooh, it's Louie. Let's freaking rail him. Like, let's kill him. It's like, I mean, that that's, I think, what <laughs> the mentality. I think that's what it was. Because, I, I mean, I don't know. Do you think, well, what's the positive of that? Like, the mob thing... It's a, it's a tough argument, isn't it? Because, you, you know, it's hard to know if it's, 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 it's positive or negative in terms of... Sure. W- w- the power that it gives to, say, women who perhaps felt disempowered in the past. Right. But... I mean, I'm just not the also, like, I'm also not the best feminist when it comes to No, but that's fine. You just, you're, you're here for, to have an opinion on it. Right. And it's good, you know, it's good to get that out because you represent one... A very common thing that I have heard. Yeah. From from women. Right. Not not just from guys. I mean, you'll find guys in general are a bit like, I don't get it. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think in general guys are just like, I get it. It's super fucking creepy. Right. I'd hate to be Louis C.K., but I don't understand how life just has to stop for him. And I don't understand how the mob get to decide somehow that there's a period of time where he needs to. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, Louis is... But if, if Louis is a casualty of, of the, the changing of the guard, well, that's fine. On, on one level, he doesn't really matter. But so is it, is it a positive then that now it's very clear out there you can't do fucking creepy shit? Is it worth it for that? Anyone? Well, <laughs> okay, I will say this is what someone else said to me. <laughs> A friend of mine is a comedian and he's quite quite successful and he texts me saying with all this stuff he's afraid to even have interactions with women. Right. A woman talked to him at a bar the other night and he texts me going, she's gorgeous, I've gone home. <laughs> but I think so, that's an exaggeration. You know. I, mean, I, I get that's but you funny. Know, you know? So it's like, I guess as well, uh, it's good, but then as well, I guess people, I it's... Katie, you, I think you're a young woman. You can just bang out your opinion. Uh, you're not going to get jammed up. <laughs> I guess. I guess it is just so. W- w- there is like a line as well where yeah, I get like let's say if you had a woman over here and she was like, you were like, oh, she was like masturbating in front of me, and you're like, yeah, great. And then afterwards, you know, you're, you you just have to be careful now as well because you want to make sure. I know, but yeah, I mean, I'm. I, but yeah, don't, but don't that worry was about a guy's place. fears. I just, just, I'm just wondering, is it a positive? I think. I think yes, because I think that maybe men with creepy intentions yeah. might be on the guard a little more like, oh, I might get yes. caught if I do this. So they, they might be more careful about, you know, what they do. I mean, the thing, playing devil's advocate, if you're making victims out of people, and that's going back to like the power dynamic thing, like it can sort of have these negative sort of icky feelings about these situations. 
the bottom line with me is like, if I don't want to be somewhere and somebody's creeping me out, I'm getting the fuck out of there. And I think that sort of like this weak victimhood that women do is stupid and it's goofy. And I just, I have a hard time. I do try very hard to empathize with, you know, this sort of mentality of women who are like, I froze. I was so nervous. I froze and I was scared. So I just froze. I get it that that does happen, but it's, I've been in situations and I've gotten the hell out of there. So as for me, it's difficult to empathize. Like if, like, I don't know, like I, I froze up and all of a sudden he was on top of me and he did this and that. If somebody's going to rape me, they're going to have to fucking rape me because I'm going to fucking kill them. So, and again, I'm trying to empathize with this yeah, other that's t- type that- of woman, but I'm just not that. Well, uh, yeah, I think I think there's there's I think there's levels. There's levels as well. There's like especially then if there's like these workplace where we work we work in workplaces where people you know people drink, right. and I stopped drinking because someone had slept with me while I was drunk. And look, I'm completely normal when I'm drunk, so I, it's not I don't blame him or whatever. But I wouldn't have done it sober. Right. So then I was like, oh fuck this is comedy I need to be careful and now I will only have like two drinks and I never drink when there's comedy involved except for at Skankfest I had three and then I went home to bed really but I just because that now I know so, but I'm saying like so it's but, it, you're, it's but a, you're saying but you're also like taking your responsibility for that night because you, you're saying you were drunk like, well like yeah but I'm I've I when I get very very drunk you don't you wouldn't notice it and I, my roommate had said that to me when I came in he was like oh you seemed sober so right. I definitely know that that was my responsibility in that part but that's but so my point being as well though we're in a place where there's drink or drugs or so people just need to be careful and you don't want any creep taking advantage of someone who's gotten a little too drunk or it's sure. a different it's not like a workplace we don't have a hr or hr as you call right, it right, 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 right. yeah i mean but just on the on the on the thing that you were saying there a second ago just there there are levels in the sense that i i, I can understand how a, a woman could freeze in a situation where it, it, it's quite scary. Yeah. yeah. So I, I wouldn't like to think that all women that freeze are somehow not taking responsibility. No. But, but in relation to the Louis C.K. situation, and this is definitely something I asked quite a few women, what level of horror is it to have to sort of stand there in front of this guy who you're back in his hotel room and he's decided to jerk off, which is very strange. They said they laughed. Right. There's other. By the way, there's other. There were other incidents also. Yeah. Uh, but the one that everyone seems to know the most about is when at Aspen when he brought right. this woman back to his hotel, uh, and you know this concept of of I froze and he was jerking off. I I understand that that is traumatic, but is it not acceptable to say that the level of trauma has to be considered low? Yeah. I mean, I ask a lot of women this, and I, I find it quite unanimous. That, that the level of seriousness of that situation is kind of low. Right. The, the problem that a lot of people seem to, the thing that a lot of people seem to have a problem with is that, and nobody's clear on this, is that he affected their career right. to keep them quiet. I don't think they were going to have a career anyway. See, that's a toughie, you know? This Wait, is the thing that I, I struggle I, with because I, I can't <laughs> find, I've looked up a lot online and I can't find anything other than he said, she said stuff that proves that there was an active campaign if against these women. If they were going women. to have a career, would this not have catapulted them? If they're suddenly put on in the, the center but stage, it, everybody knows about them now, people are looking up their comedy, wouldn't they be successful? Well, I think they're saying, well, first of all, a lot of time has passed. This was a long time ago, the yeah, but, incident. But, so I think what they're saying is that why wouldn't they that were have out of, catapulted well, they them were kind of out of the game by the time this, this massive story happened, like post Me Too. Oh, they were? Post Me Too. So... 
So, so, so that that's what's going on there. Oh, that they're saying they're they're out of the game. So he that basically he's I, the just, reason they're out of the game. That yeah, that that that's what they were saying. And then of course Dave Chappelle in his special very publicly I, was like, uh, if that bull, can crush bullshit. you, then you were but never meant for this too game. Big. I'm sorry. You can find. You can always go where you're wanted. And Wait. comedy's about building your own fan base, not sucking dick to get opportunities. So that that argument doesn't add up to me. I don't buy it. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. But wait, so I mean, like, really ignorant about this. So he was like, "Hey, can you masturbate in front?" No, wait, I'm gonna masturbate in front of you. <laughs> I love Katie. Um, but it's gonna help you. You're gonna get like a no, no, none of that. No, that oh, was not a- the scenario. Okay, okay, and, that, okay. And, and, and nobody suggests that. Oh, okay. It was it, it was basically uh, they were hanging out in Aspen. Louis was like, "Do you want to come back to my hotel room and hang out?" They came back to the hotel room, and very quickly, Louis said, "Do you guys mind if I jerk off?" <laughs> and started jerking off in front of them. Which Jeez. is clearly Why is his, it so funny when Des says it? That is his king. <laughs> well, in, in a matter of fact way, it just seems strange. <laughs> now, just perhaps Jesus. to help you guys understand what? how that would feel. Yeah. I'm just Are you going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can I have a feature spot? No. No, honestly, honestly, no. honestly I would. Except Does that mean I, I'm hosting? If you're I, honestly, I, I would, no, but I would go. have to warm it up a bit. I'm not taking out totally flat. Oh, Jesus. You know? This conversation is not making me hard. Ari Shafir did at Skankfest. I saw his cock out. It Actually, it was, it was fine. Right did he take me. his cock out? Yeah, it looked like it was going to pop like a little balloon. Why did he take his cock out? He was dancing around. Did he ask everybody? He's one of those guys that likes to get his cock out. That's so funny. I didn't know he does that. Yeah. I missed a lot at Skankfest. Yeah. I was too busy drinking the rosé in the green room. Look at you. Jesus Christ. You guys just, you're just dying to get off the Louis C.K. subject. No, no, no. we're still on it. Um, I didn't see him, though, because I wasn't there on the Saturday. But he, I, I mean, I like, I, I make assumptions and I, I may have been picking up on things, but I felt this, I, Louis was giving this energy to me, like looking for like a female friend. Oh, on the other night. Yeah, in oh, a yeah. way that was sort of like like he was trying to make a lot of eye contact with me. We were both like laughing at Nate Bargantz, he said, at like the same spots, like smiling and stuff. And like, I get that sense from him that he's like, oh, I just want to find it. one woman. One woman that'll support me. <laughs> Be my friend. Yeah, I mean, um, so anyway, it, it comes out and now there's right. basically the a large... the. Well, I don't like calling them the mob, but there's a powerful online presence. Why don't you like will, calling them the mob? Well, there's a powerful online presence that will always... Well, because the mob is kind of oh, you, negative. You, you think I'm talking about like organized crime? No. I oh, just, like mob, like lynching. Well, well it, dismisses, it, it dismisses that they have... Uh, that they're anything Feelings. other than... Uh, a, a, a lynch an mob. mob. I mean, yeah, like an angry mob. Yeah, but, and as well, like... Oh, it's so hard because it's like well like that if it does stop creeps for the future or whatever that is great yes and it's not like well how do you feel about this workplace safety thing because that's one of the things that comes up a lot on twitter every time it pops up workplace safety this is a workplace safety issue i read the article that katie barboa barbea do you know her i can't remember oh kath kath yeah she wrote an article about it but she said it's um it's also just not even just the comedians, it's the employees who work in the comedy clubs and they don't have any, you know, so like if, if there's like a creepy comic kind of like assaults them or it does misconduct, I guess, like they work there and, and they're f- feeling uncomfortable. So the comedy clubs have to have a, uh, what's that word? Responsibility for that as well. That's yeah. what she was writing about today. Yeah. Mind you, I don't think anyone has made any accusation that 
any institution or place in, in relation to Louis C.K. put them in a, in a dangerous right. okay. scenario. Like, there's no institution that can take responsibility for what happened with Louis, other than I believe that there was on, was it on the Chris Rock show or one of the situations something uh, was brought up. Oh, with Rebecca, what's her face? Yeah, and there was, there was a little bit of a, a brush under the carpet scenario on that. She was like a writer or something. That, I believe. Yeah. And I think that Brooklyn Bazaar got in a bit of trouble because they released an apology statement today. They're, they're pansies. They were so like goofy. the ones. Oh, but that's just people get freaked out. And they're know? like, oh, crap. They're just goofy. Yeah. So but, goofy. But, but here's the thing. He's not a sex offender, right? There's been no court case. Obviously, you're a registered sex offender. There is actually, there's, right. there's legal... There's like there's a there's a list of things that have to be done in relation yeah. to somebody's presence. He is not a registered sex offender. He has done this thing, which society, not all of society, but a lot of societies decide is terrible. Yeah. But there's no consensus on what should be done. So this is this is my problem, right? When you have a when you have a he said she said, which is unfortunately always the case with sexual mm-hmm. assault, which is really problematic and too problematic to complicated to get into today. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that a court case does, whether usually the outcomes are disappointing for the victim, but the one thing a court case does is it, it allows as much information as possible to get out there. Often in the past, uh, sexual assault uh, groups would suggest that it's, it's skewed against the victim. But putting all that to the side, because there was no court case in the Louis C.K. scenario, there's never been a case of people going, okay, hold on a minute. Here's, what actu- here's the real things that happened. Where's the proof about the affecting your career where are all these things so we've none of that so you're allowed to just make all the decisions same way you're halfway through making a murderer or you're halfway through right. the first season of serial yeah and you're making decisions based on the information that's in front of you right. one episode later your mind has the changed whole world again is flipped upside yeah. down your mind has changed again and i i just think it's it's very strange and again i on one level, I guess I don't care about Louis C.K., but on another level, it is a strange thing where we have decided that in this case, he, he's allowed to have a punishment set by a certain group of people. That is a strange, that is a strange thing. Well, that that's the, I mean, he, he made that deal with fame. I mean, he took on that yes. responsibility too, so. Yeah, he was really taking a risky thing there, uh, not thinking it was going to get out like people well, are fabricants. He, he was not that famous when that thing happened. Oh, see. He, he wasn't even as, I don't know not about even this. close to what he became. In fact, oh, okay. it, it was like when I met him, I met him first 2004 in Ireland. And I had never heard of him, and he was not big. And I believe it was in and around that time. Oh. It was in and around sort of right. 15 years ago sort of vibe. I, 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 I don't know the exact year, but I know that Louis C.K. opened up for me in Dublin in like 2008 or 2009, or maybe 2007. Anyway, he opened up for me, and he was not that big. They were all there to see me, and he died in his ass, and he blogged about it. You can find it online. He wrote about it. How he I wonder died if in you, front of my I wonder crowd. if there's any of the Irish girls <laughs> really? who... He masturbated in front of. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been nobody else came out. You know? <laughs> I think they've all come out now, certainly. But uh, anyway, he he was he definitely. This incident was before then, and he was not big then. Yeah. You know. And he so, bombed. You're saying he ate it? Yeah, but he he wrote about it. Wow. Yeah, and I he used to always tell the story when I showed up, which was great. But now, unfortunately, it's fucking useless to me. <laughs> Fucking my, my, my association with Louis C.K. is a fucking pointless. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know? Fucking uh, 15 years why? later. He just dribbled. likes to whack off in front of women. I mean, it's a weird kink to not want the person to like be into it. 
it's bizarre. It's a weird yeah, power dynamic. Yeah, that's the humiliation. Oh, wait, so thing. he doesn't yeah. want them to be into it. Right. Well, this is the oh. assumption that the kink is humiliation. Yeah, yeah, that's awful. But then some argue it's humiliation of the women. Some argue that of himself. It's of himself. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. The whole oh, thing. it's weird. That's yeah. the one thing for Jesus. sure. He's a fucking creep. But there's weirder stuff. People are fucking goats. I mean, like stuff goes on. There's a lot of weird People shit. People need and to for, stop fucking goats. I don't know if they, <laughs> if, if it keeps them from fucking kids. <laughs> Why is the goat and the kid? <laughs> That's the progression. Because uh, a baby goat is a is kid. Is a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so. If it helps, this whole conversation is after remind me of the time a guy did masturbate in front of me without my consent. He did? Yeah, it was a guy. It was so funny because we were wrapping cutlery in my restaurant. This is back in Ireland. Uh, the Courtyard Hotel. <laughs> but, so there was a guy outside and one of the girls goes, there's someone touching his dick out there. And I looked out and there was a guy in a wheelchair masturbating looking at us. <laughs> oh, you got to give it to that guy. I would have yeah, pulled my tit fla- out. That's flash. I, I would have pulled my tit out for that flash. guy. He was touched. He was. Yeah, but that's flat. That's there's a law against that. Oh indecent yeah, like exposure. we were. Yeah, that's indecent exposure. Yeah, no. In fairness to the manager at the time, I, I was one of my friends. He went out and was like, "You need to stop." And then the guy yeah, rolled that's, off. That's, that's the law. There's a law against that. <laughs> and that's what some people tried to say was Louis C.K. <laughs> well, well, was doing indecent yes. exposure, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know there was a law against it. Yeah. yeah. I, a guy did it to me once, and he was like, uh, "There was a big screen, a glass." I was eating a salad next to my friend, and I looked up, and I was like, "Oh, come on!" I went like this, like get out of the way, and he just moved over three feet and did it to my friend. <laughs> 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 Very considerate. Thanks, guy. You never know who'll be into into the performance, you know. I just like. I mean, who is who hasn't done some like weird stuff? Like I know I've done some embarrassing things. I mean, luckily most of my things are pretty public that I've done. Just public drunkenness on podcasts in the past and stuff like that. And I don't know. I think that the thing is, you're gonna have to live with your life choices, and it's gonna your reputa- reputation is gonna precede you, and people are gonna view you, you know, based on that. So, but at the same time, like, have, people do weird stuff behind closed doors, and I don't but like all gotta, the judgment. Oh yeah, the judgment is is tough. I mean, people got a hard time. I mean, um, one female comic told me. I won't name anybody just in case they don't want to be named. One female comic told me that she got a hard time for continuing to perform in the cellar. And she thought, oh, so I spent most of my career trying to get into the cellar. Right. Now I'm in the cellar. And suddenly I meant to sacrifice that. Right. Because this guy mm-hmm. uh, did this horrible thing. Right. And somehow now all women are supposed to suffer. suffer. No, yeah, that's More? completely unfair. Right. No, any woman. But there was a lot but of that. But it's women for, that are calling for that. That's not men that are calling for that. Like, oh, no, that's absolutely women that are calling for that. And then some that's of them. That's not feminism. I, and I also know that some of them that were calling for that uh, were, basic, were, were invited, actually, to the comedy cellar to just, like, look, you know, we all evolve. Information comes out. Right. People have different opinions on whether or not Louis should be performing here, but you're more than welcome to perform here, but they all declined. Really? Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I mean, the truth of the matter is that on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on an industry level, this has been very positive for women in comedy because they've finally been able to say, here's some of the fucked up shit that we have to deal with. Right. Whatever level you consider Louis fucked up shit, it's definitely fucked up. Yeah. And then other people wrote articles saying, here's some other fucked up shit that went down. Right. So -hmm. that's a positive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then I also think that perhaps the industry has gone, we need to, uh, we need to be more proactive with looking after women in the industry 
because the like there's tons of positives to get out of it you know diversity and just new points of view and you know um what's her name Lori kilmartin wrote the article in new york times about how you know like yes. it does get a bit repetitive the same type of guys coming up you know it's good for the audiences so you know all that is 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 positive does it require the total shunning of louis ck for for it to be correct <laughs> Right, no, I think if we're talking about evolution and growth, everybody should be allowed to grow, you know? Yeah. Maybe, uh, like, including Louis. My personal opinion is that he should have reflected a little deeper. I don't <laughs> care about the amount of time. People are always obsessed with this. Oh, so it's nine months and then he's back in the game or whatever. Right. Like, anybody would want Louis C.K.'s life right now. This is what makes me laugh, all these fucking keyboard right. warriors. Like, right. like, he hasn't, like, I mean, whatever. I, I don't know how he hasn't, like, gone, Suffered. Com been committed. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I thought that it would have been a better play for him to reflect real hard and do some comedy about being the guy that he never thought he was, which is the bad guy, the creep, yeah, and to reflect on how those women might have felt, right? Yeah, and help people to understand number one, perhaps the ignorance or the oblivion. You know, like you're oblivious that you're a, a, a prick sometimes. I think, right? Yeah. But he's, I think he's too arrogant to do. Well, I, it turns yeah. out that yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not going to say why, but he he didn't want to do that, and I actually discussed yeah. it with him. I out myself yeah. for having had a discussion with him. Yeah, and he he he, he did not want to do that, which is his right. And, you know, my opinion is, is irrelevant. But right. I would have thought, in fact, I was going to, I, I, I literally was going to tell him, if you were a politician, yeah, you would fucking fake it. Right. Yeah. But funnily enough, he cut me off by saying that another comedian suggested something similar. And he was like, that's bullshit because then you're not being true to yourself. And I thought, okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> well here's I'm going to keep signature. my mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's a great idea. And he should have went and done it in Ireland and bombed for longer. <laughs> <laughs> just kept running his new material there. Well, his material was, was that going, should have been his punishment. Okay, but you know maybe this is part of his journey, and his journey doesn't matter on one level. But I just do think it's interesting the way it's such a hot. The minute he gets up on stage, they all pipe up again, and I don't know what we gain from it. That's the point. I don't. There's so much positives to be gained from everything that's happened with Me Too and the comedy game changing quickly. Right. And I just don't know what we gain from this constant berating of, of of him yeah and uh, yeah i think it's fine that, that he was at Skankfest because like you said those fans are there for comedians like him so and anybody who again any comedian who's performing you know the the festival wouldn't have i don't uh, they, everybody's aware so they weren't gonna let anything go down like nothing went down right he no. didn't take a stick out in the green room did he Do you i begged him to Ugh. But do you ever get concerned that it, it feeds into the, the people that are just like, come on, this is bullshit. Well, I, I mean, if you're being honest, like, I think, of course, there's like an element of, I mean, you, why book Louis C.K.? You kind of probably do want to like stir some shit up a little yes. bit. Sure. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's a part of it, too. But that's, I don't know. How, how, I, I can't really fault somebody for wanting to like drum up some excitement, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think Lewis is getting a lot of shite now on Twitter, right? Yeah, but I mean, well, Lewis, Lewis is loves in heaven. That. Oh, Lewis is really? in heaven. That's so funny. Heaven. Yeah, and like he knows what he was getting himself into, so he's grand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he's happy out. 
He's uh, oh, he's. This is the best thing that could have ever happened for, okay. for him. He was on TMZ. He was Legion or his name. Yeah, the, uh, was Legion of Skanks was in Newsweek. I mean, it's yeah. getting national coverage. Yeah, it's, it couldn't have been a better move, a smarter move for them. The Legion of the Skank Fest, I'm sure, is going to be bigger next year. He was quoted saying, "I did do my reading today." He was. There you go. <laughs> he was there quote, go. quoted saying, "Let Louis." do comedy because comedy is therapy and it will make him something like that it'll make him better it helps us make us better a comedy yeah. a lot of comedians will say it's like therapy or whatever something yeah. like that along those lines yeah. so that was his stance great <laughs> well we'll leave it there it's not my therapy oh, I need to go to therapy <laughs> I'm never going to therapy just gonna leave it all in here good you're never going to like therapy like a true Irish you've been to though. therapy I haven't I've been to AA you've never been to therapy no I'm very self-aware person. That's why you're going to keep falling in love too fast, get too into it, and it's all going to fucking fall apart. No, this guy is great. I love him Can so much. Can we talk about him? Is oh, he a fan? Yeah. yeah um, he he saw me on Chip Chipperson, Norton's podcast, and they sent me a message. Oh, I, st- I had to stalk hard to see a photo of him. So she's posting all these photos <laughs> saying, oh, right, Tom Diver, whatever his name is. Tom McCoy. Oh, shit. Well, should some, I not say that? Photos, suddenly her ass photos were no longer in the mirror. I, was like, I oh. know. She found someone to take a photo. <laughs> Literally, I was like, "Who's taking?" I thought you'd hired like a, a like sexy photographer thing. Right? Like some guy was like, "Oh, I take nah. sexy photos." Then I go into, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm messaging because it's my boyfriend." So I was like trying to creep. Yeah. I had to go onto his page, and then I had to go onto his tagged pages, yeah. and then there, there was only like one photo really far. Down. And he's cute. I know he's really cute. He doesn't put enough pictures up. Mm. I'm not putting them up though. I'm not gonna hold him out there for the sharks to come <laughs> get him. <laughs> no, that's great. I'm happy yeah. for you. No, you I love, love him. He's wonderful. How but you know, when you say, when you months. say like, he's a fan, I mean, he saw you and hit you up. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? No, it's great. I no, I know, but ju- no, but just because because you said to me the other day, it was like, let's talk to Karen about the fact that she's dating a fan. <laughs> I like, thought like, it was like, like someone who was tr- like following her comedy for a really long time. I didn't hear this side of the story. Oh right, right. She just right. messaged me saying, no, he, "I mean, he watched me on a few episodes. He definitely is a fan." No, I mean, yeah, but I like, think it's fun. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, uh, it's a it's an interesting dynamic that I. It's like a very. It feels good. You I mean, know? it's more common. The other way, you know, yes. if male comics, it yeah. wouldn't be considered strange to date somebody right. that got into them. Well, I think most men, you have to be really secure to date a female comic. I was just about to say that. Is he very supportive? And very everything? supportive, very secure. Like, doesn't, like, yeah, saw me on podcasts, but like now when I do radio and stuff, doesn't listen, doesn't care. Came, came to a bunch of shows, like when we first started dating, he was at like, you know, Frantic and everything coming. And then like, sort of like slowly like tapered off. He'll still come sometimes, but not all the time. It's yeah, great. same great well yeah they, it's if they come too much it's not good well yeah. we had a funny talk because he was like babe i feel like we've been going to a lot of comedy shows lately and i go no babe you've been following me to work <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly and then he sort of tapered off that's good <laughs> what does he do other than take photos of yours thank you he um is in school right now he's getting his master's in exercise science so sorry sorry he's in school but he he uh um like a He's, a, he's like an AD or works on production. He assists photographers for like money. Convenient. <laughs> yeah. He's very talented. How he's old great. is he? 29. He'll be 30 soon though. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, we won't talk about your age. No, we won't. <laughs> Will we talk about whether he's younger or older than yeah, you? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's younger. It's great. I mean, I feel it a lot though. You feel it being like the... I've never 
been older. I've never been like the older person in a relationship. I'm always the younger one. Yeah. But it's it's a different thing. I like it. It's good. He's good. And you love him. <laughs> I love him. Wow. Oh, you're How did you, in when love. did you know you I loved him? I have keys. I have a drawer. You have keys? My I dog, don't even have fucking keys. My dog's at his place right now. You have a oh, drawer? No. I have a drawer. He made me a drawer. I feel that rent coming down by 50%, baby. <laughs> Wait, where does he live? That's the thing about New Yorkers, man. It's like... You fall in love and you're like, fuck it, let's let's fucking have the rent. Why not? Oh my right? God, stop. Um, I, my guy offered me a really, really cheap deal and I was like... To move uh, in with him? Yeah, to fucking New Jersey. But it's New oh, Jersey. No. It's t- well, it's 30 minutes out of the city, but still. Path train? But it's really cheap, but no, no. I'm not going to do it. But he said for the future, but then I said, no, I'm never leaving New York. So okay. yeah, Good. I love New York. I don't care. I'll pay to this day. <laughs> um, uh, he's in Fort Greene. Where's my that? Guy. Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. fucking high five. Yeah. <laughs> What's his apartment like? Beautiful. He lives alone. What is he? Sort where, of. Where's he getting? Where's he getting this four green money for? I think his parents got cash. Wow. Yep. Does he treat you? Trust for fun. meals and stuff. I like that. I want to be treated for meals. I am. But this is, you know. Well, we've learned from the early conversation that these are not two fucking feminists sitting in front of us right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I I tip. <laughs> I tip. You yeah. Do what the is um? Yeah. It's a Michelle Wolf. She's like, I'm a feminist, but I'm not like a buy my own drink kind of feminist. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle Wolf says that. <laughs> yeah, well, Bonnie has a great joke about that too. Something so I, I don't want to fuck up her joke, right, but it's something right, along right. the lines of, like, I'm a feminist, I want equality, but right. on a oh, date, the women and children, or uh, that one too, the, though. The, the, uh, on a date, you're paying because I'm the one that's taking all the risk of rape. <laughs> right? Yeah, something like that. But she, I think she did that on the Tonight Show. Did she? I think so. Yeah, she's great. I love Bonnie McFarlane. A lot of though. Oh, to come back to the just for a second because I forgot to say it. What? There was. Uh, a female comedian post about being worried about taking a gig because of Louis C.K. and was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to miss out on the gig. And a few women, female comics wrote underneath being like, oh, just do it and do like what Bonnie did. That was great. So there was a lot of praise for, yeah. for Bonnie. She really did make a great situation. Right. Yeah. Because Bonnie, she's not going to, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to get up there and like do my set and like show like I'm funny and I belong. Like Bonnie, of course, belongs on stage with like those comedians. But more than that, she's like, I'm going to take this and make it my moment too. You know, like why the hell not? Mm. So say what's, you know, uh, what everybody's thinking. Why not say what everybody's thinking? Yeah. But also just like, can we just fucking call a spade a spade? Yeah. What is the fucking safety issue? Louis C.K. has been in the comedy game a long fucking time. Right. And there was a, a number, a small amount of incidents 15 years ago where right. that shit happened, which is very fucking creepy. Right. But the level of fucking safety. No. It, I mean, you're, you're, it's, the, the risks are low. Right. And if there are, if there are comedian dudes that like get drunk and gropey, like from, what I've so heard that happens and what I've heard like other male comedians usually deal with it yeah. like they'll say stuff to these guys like in my experience I'm not trying to paint every male comedian like freaking knight in shining armor they're not but my experience they've always looked out for me and made sure that I was okay and comfortable if anybody who's groping it's usually me yeah well like yeah you're the groper yeah. she's groped me before <laughs> see um, <laughs> the, the New York comedians here like most of the guys have been quite good to me like as well there was an instant where there was a bad comic and a friend of mine was very upset but then the guys the other guys you know banded around her walked her home and i've had guys be on the phone to me when i was walking home late from a gig just i do feel there is a lot of camaraderie there is good good and then yeah there is still weirdos as well like sure like there was one weirdo in the scene right now who was following oh there was a weirdo saying he'd be 
Wait, who? There oh, the beheading guy. And there was a weirdo saying and going around following people. Now he has. Sorry, well, I heard about him just a too. Because you went off on a lot of. Uh, well, things. I'm just saying. So even currently, there still is issues in right. the community with God. Like there was a one specific guy, but he has like, lo- there's something. I don't Some know mental. what. There's Are you something about Ari him. guy. No, or I'm talking it? about a different guy. Oh. But I don't know. He had to be told very heavily um, to kind of back off right. uh, women. Really? Um, yeah. Now, a lot of it was just that because there's something wrong with him, yeah. people didn't want to be mean. Right. And he kind of kept he's coming. He's like to on the spectrum or his like mental illness? There's something. There's some something wrong. I don't know what it is specifically. Um, like, Bush, I know when he was being a, t- a bit too much with me, I was very direct with him. And I was like, look, you need to back off. And then he was fine. But just... When you have to tell him people don't realize that they just need to say it and then when a few of the guys said it to him as well he's backed off as well but so there still is it's a, a community where you do kind of attract some well, people who maybe have boundary issues right it, it has to be a self-governing community like we keep saying there is no HR there's no one person in yeah. charge it sort of has to we have to keep each other safe and look out for each other so and women I think are really good at spotting out the creeps and tagging them on Facebook and putting yeah. their picture up you see this guy he's a creep like that's the sort of that's the public justice of being yeah a creep. but i and i think in the past it wasn't as good as it right uh, you know i mean there's sure. there's been some stuff in ireland also with uh promoters and different things mm-hmm. uh, and my understanding is that it wasn't great right but i was like oblivious to it you know so you're a guy yes <laughs> that was one of the things that i really took out of the old right. Me too thing. I mean, I think a lot of like, you know, working the road is still friggin' hard, I think. I think it's, what, all male bookers, you know? And it's like a lot of the, the stuff is just friends and recommendations and I use him and I'm gonna keep using him and I'm not really... I don't necessarily want to work the road unless I'm like, you know, headlining and making a lot of money. Like, I'm not really interested in going and like middling and sleeping in a condo and doing all that stuff. I'll just keep trucking away here in New York but that is one thing that I, I feel like keeps coming up like because I see like oh, you want to open up for me in Chicago yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding I, I knew you'd get the timing on that <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like I do see some, I mean this is like just like my own personal comedy beef I guess I do see comics sometimes like headlining the road this and that and they have like no following they have no following they have no fans you know and I'm like I just don't I don't get it I don't get that. Like, how are you a draw, but nobody knows who you are? And it's but you're just not because, a draw. But they're not a draw. It's just the club packing it out. Yeah, which is fair enough. I mean, that's I the way the game used to work. That's what I don't like. I think it's stupid. Well, no, but, but well, it's 50-50 on that one because people should just go to the comedy club thinking, I'll just see they whoever. They should trust the club is going to yes. book a strong talent. Yes. But I feel like that road to that is like narrow and just comes from like who you know and this person I'll recommend him I'm done yeah, I, I, I agree but then on another level you have a kind of a, a sort of a, a modern take on it which is yeah. influenced by the fact that you can gain fans quote unquote through social media right. and the internet and, and that, that has changed the game you know and, and you might but like might. in the past like you, you couldn't it was very hard to get known but you could be right. an awesome comic right and if, if that's still the case for some people, they're an awesome comic and they don't have fans or, or they're just not good on the social media game, they still should be able to get booked. I still think... Also, you could get booked because you've got so many bloody fans, but just, just because you're good at Twitter and you don't have an hour material, so... Then that's, a, that's not good either. Yeah, so it's well, like that's that. that's happening. 
That happens a lot too. Yeah, I mean, well, the clubs see, don't care that well, they're with this diminishing sort of like that. podcast followings. I think I see it a lot too. Like, oh, we have a podcast, we have all these fans, so come out and watch us do quote yeah. unquote comedy. And the clubs are booking them and they're selling the tickets. The problem is that it, it dilutes the. It's not necessarily stand-up comedy. Yeah, it dilutes the the power. So eventually, then people go. I, I, I went to the comedy club. It was these podcast guys. It was packed. But I I, I just want to headline on the road more. So if anybody's listening, one of my Come fa- on, you one of my favorite. Close. Sure. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, Ken. I was gonna say one of my favorite comics. He headlines on the road everywhere, but I have he to doesn't let have. Katie speak because I'm a guy and I can't yeah. be seen to be talking over <laughs> Katie. He just interrupted me. <laughs> what guy? I know who you're talking about. I don't really. I'm just kidding. Brendan Air. Yeah, and he well, headlines and he's fantastic. But I don't think no he has fans. a. I don't think he has a draw. I'm sure he has a little. I don't. But no, I don't he think has no fan base. He has a thousand Twitter followers. He's amazing. Yeah, but listen, and he I went to fucking Minneapolis. I did uh, the Mall of America. Yeah. Nobody fucking knows me in Minneapolis. Right. So. I understand. You know. I don't know. I just it's just a personal thing that irks me. Yeah. Well, you got I'm loads not of getting fans. enough headlining gigs. That's oh, my problem. By the way, if you do crosswords. Irx is always a good word to know. It comes up a lot. Does it? If you do crossword? Yeah. I-R-K. Irk. Yeah, or irk. I don't even know how to fucking spell that. It comes up a lot. comes up a lot. Do I look like that That K. You never know what to do with that K. Yeah. U or K? I-R-K. 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 don't fuck. I'm trying to keep our listeners... You know, Engaged. thinking that you're sharp. And then no, I represent the people who can't spell. spell. <laughs> don't, I don't do the people, spelling. I represent the people who maybe didn't get any English. U R K E L. I don't know. I do Sudoku, so oh. I don't do no word shit. Okay, <laughs> I don't do <laughs> maybe no I word should. Sudoku, right? Sudoku. Sudoku is that what it? I'm good at it. The <laughs> <laughs> words are so weird. That's the number game. That's the numbers. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's fun. fun. What it's are you gonna add up to nine or something? What are you gonna do? You gotta. F- I, I actually I haven't played with Doku in, in a so while, long. but um, it's it's. Uh, you don't add up to nine. It's like all the well, yeah. There's nine numbers, and it's all like yeah. you gotta fit in the box and one, two, three. That's, so yeah, yeah, right. It's like a nine. Yeah, yeah. You're right. That's yeah, all right. I remember about it. That that's a nine. Like this girl. Yeah, Sudoku. I just, I just second guess myself. Oh, well, I'm freckles. glad you checked then. Um, I hate all right, well, filter. listen. Are you taking a selfie? No, I'm just going to do a little story for the gram. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, great. Are you, are, are you doing yourself? Hello. It's a, it's a very bad hair day. Oh, for me? Are you no, doing for yourself? me. I, I got a fuzzy head. <laughs> oh, you're doing him. I don't want my fuzzy head on your Instagram. <laughs> I love it. Katie loves it. <laughs> this is a great episode. I was great. You oh, were you're, you're great. Fantastic. <laughs> you were, and I'm glad you're in love with your this hop ep- diver. This episode doesn't even ma- it doesn't even matter what we what? say because it's all just about the fact that it's a it's a it's a it's a pingy subject. <laughs> I know it's gonna go. The subject is it, it's, it's, it's gonna just travel. Gonna oh, and can I also say before when you said don't be worried about men's feelings, I wasn't worried about men's feelings. Don't come at me. Hello. <laughs> there. Just doing the podcast. You're just ca- you're just oh God, ca- I look like I can't believe you did. Oh, I you're gonna terrible. do me. I thought oh you were gonna do me from up high. I did you already. Oh, oh you want to do high? I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to have like. It's not great. You're not gonna be happy when you see it. Put a filter on it. <laughs> I actually don't know how to put a filter on a story. You, the king of stories. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to put a filter on a story. That's, wow. Sure, you just go like this. Look. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, like that. Yeah, you can swipe it. You can put it black and white if you're feeling a bit. Ugh. We'll do black Artsy. and white. Uh, Tokyo. Tokyo. My boyfriend took all these like new like boob pictures. We're still of me. recording, by the way, while doing all this social media. My boyfriend would never 
ever take boob pictures of me. Maybe one day he will. No, not for public consumption. No. Well, yeah, he won't send me these ones. He's uh, taking one that he sent me, but these new ones, he's like, these are for me. I'm like, that's nice, though. It's I nice to have some things for himself, right? I guess. When did you say I love you? After he said it. Ugh. When did he say it? Two months in. Two months in. Pretty early, right? Pretty fast. Nah, I, Pretty I don't fast. know. I had a guy say it a weekend. Yeah, Lewis said he loved me the first time he fucked me. Okay, um, yeah, so. no, yeah, but that, he we, probably we, just makes him hard. We yeah. were we were three months. <laughs> he be euthanized. And he said it by accident. Like he was like I was. We were like I was annoying him or something. And he and I was like. I said something like, oh, do you hate me? And he goes, no, I love you. And then I went, what? And he goes, I didn't say nothing. Aww, and I was like, what did you say? And he goes, so I just said gibberish. So then like uh, like two weeks later, I said it to him. We were in a fight and I was like, I love you. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I knew you said it before. <laughs> and he goes, I didn't want to scare you away. And I was like, that's fine. I love you guys. And then we I broke up. And then we got back together. <laughs> they broke up. Yeah. They, For like they, an hour. Uh, <laughs> So how long it was about a week, actually. Now? It was, yeah. Well, it was, what? It was a, technically a week. I just did never tell him. Yeah, we can't fucking talk about it, even though it's fucking fascinating. <laughs> it's fascinating. So we got to, you'll be dying for this podcast to finish so we can actually get into it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, guys. I need a wee. What? I need to wee. She, she needs to go for a piss. I forgot. And we're going to do it with the door closed, unlike you, Karen. I just feel more, I don't know why I'm like that, but I've always been like that. Well, you leave the door open? No, she posts it on Instagram. Pee photos. <laughs> when you pee? <laughs> you can't hear me pee. One time I think maybe I had a video where you could hear me pee a little. Yeah, I never post when I'm on the toilet, but I always feel like he catches I want me. to. But because I leave the door open because I, I think I always have this like sense like anything could happen at any time, right? Like we could get broken into, <laughs> like somebody could come kidnap us. And why do I need one more layer of escape? Wow. I'm wow. not, I'm not, I, I think, think you're, you're overthinking it. I think you're more in love than me. I'm not at peeing in front of him yet. He tried to stay in the bathroom the other day and I go, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I don't want yeah. him in the bathroom. I just want to be able to converse with him from the bathroom yes. too. Yeah. Which I think is fair. Well, that's what he was just chatting and he was like, oh, yeah. okay. And then I closed the door and we still talked. He <laughs> <laughs> loves this guy. Yeah, he loves this guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the matter? Where are you not seeing anyone? What's the matter? You're engaged to your Peloton bike? I'm engaged to my Peloton. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm currently in the process of getting ripped so I can pick up an influencer. Nice. Oh, <laughs> nice. going to broaden my horizons. Nice. In the Hamptons? You're going to get an influencer? No, I'm not going to get an influencer in the Hamptons. In the Hamptons, I'm going to get a 45-year-old rich divorcee. That's smart. That's great, Spend though. some guy's money. That's smart. Yeah, go for yeah. that. I'm good. I'm, 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 You're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm People who are not in relationships are generally happier. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. We're like I was. I'm as happy as I am mad half the time. I'm as in love as I, much as I want to stab him half I the go, time. I go through like we, like phases too. I get I get very irritable, and me but it's too. me. It's really I'm such an annoying. Like I just get. I'm very arrogant. I don't like. He's like not in comedy, so when he offers his opinion, oh about my god, comedy, same. I l- I'm such a bitch. Yeah. It's overwhelming how shitty I am to this guy. Yeah. I well, I had Which him once. I had him once critique something, <laughs> no. and I was like, "This was the start." And I said, "We will not have a future if you ever do that again." Because, and I just go because whatever you're thinking, I already know, and right. I know what I need to work on, and I'm the one who's right. Like I was like, "You just need to be like." You need to Good. say everything's great. Everything I, I want say is great. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the greatest comedian you've ever and met. He was, no, and he see was so, so he was so apologetic though. He was like, oh no, I thought because he, he had said, but he he was like, I just thought it would I'm be sure helpful. I'm sure it wasn't even right. Yeah, yeah and I was thing. like, no, just for the future. Just for the future, never do that and again. And he's always like, every time he yeah. sees me, and he gives me like the best, like he's like, no, let me <gasps> ask you this. 
He's like, what? <laughs> Wouldn't you think that perhaps one out of ten times he might have something constructive ah, to offer? Well, no, I will say this. That was four months ago. I'm just concerned about your future of comedy, not the future of this relationship. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so uh, it's four, that was four months ago, and since then he has given me good... We, we, he said it better, it, and it was the way... It, he has given me good advice, because he yeah. knows my comedy, he sees it a lot, and right. it's, he's been able to communicate it better and i okay. think he just used the wrong words before it's okay. all just about you know fucking and now i know and now he knows me it's different it's right. but this was like a second third date sort all of right, thing. so would you either of you uh say i'm working on a bit and you come home and you're like i'm working on this bit and blah 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 and see if they just might throw out not even a joke but just might throw out the word that unlocks another part of your yeah i, I of, do of know a joke yeah. around that I would you do him. that yeah, I wouldn't want him to know that uh, that's what I was doing. Oh, oh God! So that's no, you really him. controlling. I mean, really, uh, you, you know. You I, I I've told. I guess it, my my thing was when like I come what's off wrong with sharing that? What are you afraid of? I I'm like that with comic friends too, though. And I mean, I do like I'm getting better at it, and I have accepted tags from people, but I do have this like you have an initial oh. an initially defensive reaction, right? I'm like I, it's mine, it's mine. I write it. I I sink or fail with it, you know. Like I'm so different to. to yeah. I love I, I just um, oh, like I was down with Garrett Reynolds and he really nicely came up to me and said he watched my set was very complimentary and yeah. then said hey I have a suggestion for some tags but if you don't want it no problem yeah. and I was like getting my notepad and yeah. he's completely changed those bits I love it I love yeah. but I went to art college and we did weekly criticism and when I did say about the boyfriend I meant I had just gotten off stage I think there's a time and a place but right. no I love it especially if someone who's a headliner who can give you great advice I, yeah. yeah I even I, I have to take criticism all day long at my writing job for like ideas and pitches and like my ideas get sort of like morphed and molded into things that weren't my initial idea so I'm good at taking criticism okay. like I can handle it but there's something about the writing process and like birthing a joke. Roast battles, one thing. I will go back and play yeah. like write roast jokes with people all day well, long. Well, of course, because they're fucking throwaway anyway. Yeah. Right? They're not my. So who, you're not going to be precious about it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but when and you it don't does, have open mics for those, so you need to, or you don't have like you can't do them at shows. You need to right. like you need to run them by comics before you do it. Right. Um, but yeah, there's just something. I am. I am a little precious about my shit. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, and there is something I do have. But I have a defensive reaction too. But then sometimes I, a day I'm working later, on it. I'm working on it. Well, sometimes a day later I'll be like, mm, that's yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, when we were, I always think that comedians should go to art college just for this because they would do it one week, one week, one class a week for four years where you, the whole class would have to say something bad about it so that you could make it better. So okay. you just were kind of, I'm kind of used to someone being like, oh, this does, this would work over here. Right. And then if it doesn't work, grand. But like, right. It's yeah. just about improving. Yes. Yeah. Well, I probably wouldn't have been like that if I hadn't done that in college. Or, right. But like, I see what you're saying about if that's your daytime as well. Like, cause I don't write, I just serve drinks during the day. No one's fucking. Yeah. There's something like, it's a skill that is important and it's good to have. And I, and I can and do take criticism. I guess people don't, people don't give me a lot of, people don't come up to me and give me a lot of tags. I wouldn't give you a tag. I'll tell you what bothers me. <laughs> I'd be like, she's going to stab me in the face. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> And I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give off that vibe, though. That's like, don't fucking give me a tag, bro. <laughs> that's the vibe you give off. <laughs> but the real, the real question is, what are you afraid of? What am I afraid of? No. I know. It's also like, 
uh, you got fucking people on Twitter fucking tagging your jokes or attempting Ugh. to and Instagram too. All no, I'll want. tell you what bothers me. People give you career advice. <laughs> fucking random, you know, right. like people Trucker in like... Trucker Joe. Who's what, like, yeah, or like people in finance, you know. Right. Yeah. You even know what my, you need to do? You need to get a Netflix special. So, oh, shit. No fuck, way. Bro, really? I never fucking thought of that. You're a genius. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's Holy my, shit. You just unlocked the fucking door to my life. <laughs> That's so funny. I had to eat a bag of shit. My fucking boss piled on me. So my boss is, you know, the editorial director of this. And let's not, let's cut this part out. But... Um, well, look, uh, will we finish that? Well, oh, well, all, and also, it's well, there's a, there is a different thing. You've been doing comedy. I've only been doing comedy four years. So yeah. I'm still, in my head, I'm like, I'm still in college. Yeah. So you've been doing it longer. Yeah. So maybe for you, you're like, go fuck yourself. I've been doing long this, enough to know what I'm doing. No. So. She's a cunt. You're <laughs> not. Uh, it's nicer <laughs> if I say it. You're a cunt. No, no, you're not. You're lovely. You're lovely. You are lovely. She's proud. I'm proud. She's I have, PWC. I have an issue. I do have an issue with my pride and my ego. I do have to wee, so goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. All right, good, good day, Wait, everyone. Wait, Car- Karen Feehan. Oh, follow me on Instagram, you guys. Or I'll at fucking Karen kill Feehan. you. At Karen Feehan. K-E-R-R-Y-N-F-E-E-H-A-N. No. Karen Feehan. No, you're both perfect. And uh, Katie's going for a pee. She's at Katie Boyle Comic. And uh, she's running to the bathroom. She's going for a wee. And uh, I'll do all this on my own later. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Well, um, listen, we hope you enjoyed the app. Please give us any feedback, any thoughts. Um, I would have loved to have had uh, maybe somebody to, you know, who had like the opposite opinion, but I, uh, I didn't. So that's okay. Plenty of people out there. Plenty of stuff out there. You'll find more. Um, and uh, listen, uh, we need more five-star reviews on iTunes. Spread the word about the pod. I'm in Chicago this weekend. Actually, from tonight. Wednesday night. It's Tuesday night now. But uh, 
from Wednesday night to Saturday at Zany's Rosemont. So if you know anyone in Chicago, send them my way out by O'Hare Airport in memory of my mother, Eileen O'Hare. Um, and I'm also at the Ivy Gardens for the Vodafone Comedy Festival. So if you haven't got tickets for that, do get them back in Ireland soon. Hope everybody's well. Add me on Instagram, at Bishop. Add Katie on Instagram, at Katie Boyle Comic. And we'll chat to you next week. Thanks, guys.